0: hello welcome back to the podcast i have been getting so many comments left and right faith where's the new episode faith i'm wanting to listen to the podcast um so no worries it is here literally the only person that has been saying that is my fiance so here's today's new episode um today we are talking about beauty which honestly I don't know if it's like again one of those things where I like I hear or I basically like am more aware of like a certain topic and then all of a sudden I start hearing more about that topic because I'm like a little more tuned into it but recently I feel like a lot of either conversations with other people or content that I'm seeing online or even just, like, at church randomly is, like, people are bringing in the converse- beauty into the conversation. So, um, I, yeah, I just thought it would be a good time to talk about that. And then another thing that I was kind of thinking about that's not quite related to this, but kind of, um... I was looking at the reviews on another person's podcast and the reviews were like basically like picking apart the people that were on it and were like you only like pull ideas from other people like you never have an original thought and I was thinking about that because when I listen to these people I don't really ever think that I'm like wow like I just love that they're like sharing their thoughts and opinions like I'm not like oh this isn't an original thought like And then I was like, I don't really think any of us ever have an original thought. Like, how rare is, or it is so rare to have an original thought, in my opinion. Like, a lot of us hear ideas from other people and we pull them together and we decide, like, oh, yeah, this is a thought I agree with. But, yeah, I just was thinking about that with this concept of beauty. I'm like, none of these thoughts are, like, my original thoughts or anything or, like, anything groundbreaking like there, other people are having these conversations and similar thoughts I just thought that this would be a, a space for me to share m- my opinions and the views that I line with on this topic but again it's nothing like new or revolutionary but hopefully it can be an encouraging um topic for you to like kind of think about for yourself I don't know see where you're at but I wanted to start the conversation with what the Bible says about beauty, because that's where I, like, set my standard for beauty, and I just, yeah, there were some verses that really stuck out to me. Um, the first one is 1 Peter 3, 3-5. through It says, your beauty should not come from outward adornments, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should... Be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. And, like, I love that, like, little passage. It's just, like, it's not that you can't wear, like, elaborate hairstyles or jewelry or fine clothes. Like, that is not the issue. It's more so, like, when your identity and your sense of beauty is coming from that, and not from those inner qualities that you have, such as a gentle and quiet spirit. Um, That's just something that is constantly convicting, like, in seasons where I find myself putting a lot of pressure on, like, I don't know, just kind of meeting either my standard or society's standard of beauty or fashion or style or whatever it is. It's like, okay... Does, at the end of the day, does this really matter? No. What does matter? Like, my character, who I am at, like, who I am as, like, a person, the core of my heart, like, things like that matter way more. So, that's the first verse. The second verse is Song of Solomon 4-7. It says, You are altogether beautiful, my darling, there is no flaw in you. And obviously, the context of this is different in Song of Solomon, but I really do see that, too, as, like, just something that the Lord speaks over us as, like, his children and his creation, especially as a woman, like, if if someone were to tell you that, of course, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm altogether beautiful, my darling, there is no flaw in you, like, you're going to, like, hang on to those words, they're so special, and so I just, like, read that and I just feel like the Lord is saying there's no flaw in me and I'll get into that later of like how true I think that is but the last verse that I'll go over is for Samuel sixteen seven. but the Lord said to Samuel do not consider his appearance or his height for I have rejected him the Lord does not look at the things people look at people look at the outward appearance but the Lord looks at the heart and I think that last portion like the Lord doesn't look at the things we look at. People look at what you look like outwardly. Um, how trendy your outfit is. Or your makeup. Or your hair. How tan you are. Like, the list goes on. Um, but the Lord, like, sees us And that's, like, probably not even a thought in his mind, honestly. It's like, okay, what does your heart look like? What is the posture of your heart? Your character? And... Again, that's like one of those verses that's really like convicting and grounding of, um, like how I, I want to view beauty and view myself in general, too. Um, that my worth isn't coming from what I'm looking like that day or season of life or whatever. Um, but it's really easy to get wrapped up in our, our own self and it's hard to because, I mean, this is probably a whole nother conversation, but I feel like we live in a, or I don't feel like, I know we live in a consumerism based world where it's always a new product to buy, a new thing to do, to look younger, to, I don't know, there's just always something new you could purchase and do and get. And, um, I think that, also, too, the newness of something is so attractive. It like fuels our, our um. Desire to like go after, it. and so if like in the beauty industry, when there's like, new makeup products, or I don't know, I don't really know much about like tanning and stuff. But like, I don't know if there was new technology for tanning. Like, it creates an attraction and like draws people in, and so you kind of just get stuck in that cycle of like. Buying new things for your beauty routine and then you're like, I have 50,000 products and I really only need like max of maybe 10 in my life of like, maybe that's even too much, but you know, it's kind of like going back to the conversation of last week, like simplifying our life. Um, I think that it's easy to, um, in our beauty routines as women, um, and I'm sure men, I can't speak on men cause like i would don't have that experience but I'm sure to some extent too they can understand the like struggle of just trying to like keep up um but that's just kind of where I'm at with my thoughts on beauty and I wanted to show too kind of like my own struggle with vanity because I think that without that struggle I wouldn't really like obviously be talking about this so Um, I often find myself comparing myself to others like we all do, I think that's very normal, um, maybe not healthy, but it's common to, I don't know, see someone either on social media or in your real life, or someone just random that you see walking by and wish that you had the same body type as them, or wish that you had maybe even like longer hair like them or i'm trying to think of specific examples i would like probably probably would say like oh i wish my skin was clear like that um that's like a big thing in my life that i like definitely compare is body and skin and i think that's a lot of girls struggles for sure but the other thing that i compare myself to a lot is my past self which is hard because you, it's kind of, like, one of those things, like, as you get older, especially, you never realize, like, oh, like, I used to hate the my body when it was this way, but it actually, like, compared to now, like, I love that body, and I was actually literally just telling my fiance about that tonight, of, like, oh, high school me, like, I loved my body then, um, and I, didn't really think of that till just now how ironic that is that I was saying that to him but then here I am being like just trying to tell myself like oh don't compare to your past self but it's so easy to do to be like oh back then I was so thin or I don't know really for me I'm like I was really tan my hair was really long like I just I felt really beautiful my skin was like at that time that I'm kind of referring to like fresh off Accutane like I was thriving I think physically confident like all of that um and so yeah that's just something I go through phases but there's phases where I'm like don't really think about my past self and I'm really embracing like where I'm at now and really appreciative of my body and I feel like I don't know I could have this go through both the phases in one day I could go through like in the morning being like oh I wish I looked this way But then at the end of the day, also feeling like, wow, I'm so grateful for this body that gets me through panic attacks and um, allows me to so have movement and work out. And like, I don't know, there's a lot of things that I'll probably get to in future episodes with my body that I'm just like really grateful that it's able to function the way it does. And so it's constantly bringing myself back to that place of like thankfulness and gratefulness for the body that i do have and it's not the point isn't what it looks like it's more of like what it's been able to do for me and how it feels and that's become a lot more important as i've gotten older and so i definitely feel like my confidence in what i physically look like um goes through ebbs and flows but i find that the more grounded i am in what scripture says about my body what the lord says about my physical appearance and how little importance that really has at the end of the day like the more I can just like be at peace with it and not really think twice about my body which is a freeing feeling or not even my body just like my face like how I appear as a whole um and so yeah and then I also go through phases with just beauty of being like I want to like feel really put together and put together in my mind has come to me a full face of makeup with my hair curled and like um my nails like done like that is really like put together for a time it used to be self-tan but I'm really out of that era of my life because I don't know just I just stopped but yeah I think there's seasons where I'm like that's what put together means and then they go through a phase where I'm like I really like either I'm enjoying my natural beauty or maybe I'm just like in a lazier season of life and like my natural beauty will do for the moment and so I kind of go through those phases where I put more effort into making myself look a certain way and then less effort and um it does make me feel better and more confident when i put on makeup and curl my hair and have my nails freshly painted and if I'm tan or whatever like my confidence is through the roof but I want to get to a place in my life where I can feel confident completely as I am just like all natural me completely confident in that and I feel like I actually am there The only reason I know I'm not there is because every once in a while, like, I will feel like I'm not, if that makes any sense. Like, I won't, I wouldn't know, Hmm. basically what I'm trying to say is that I feel pretty confident naturally as I am, but sometimes I feel like the enemy kind of gets in my head and tears that down a little bit and then I revert back to like feeling like I have to put not like I get to I want to put makeup on it's like no you have to in order to like feel good today and maybe that will just be like an ongoing like battle or struggle in my life and maybe that's just like what all of us will go through but I'm really trying to get to a place where it's like whether I have makeup on or my hair curled or whatever or if I'm just, like, all-natural skin and acne is out, I I think I want to get to a place where I feel, like, 100% confident in that all the time and I get to do my hair and get to do makeup because it's something fun that I enjoy doing and not because I, like, have to in order to feel good. So, and also, too, I'm kind of, like... The idea of putting in time for yourself and, like, especially in, a, like, getting ready routine, it's very, like, much a ritual of, like, okay, I'm putting in effort. Like, even if my makeup looked terrible, which maybe it does, I feel confident because I'm, like, okay, I put time into it. So I've been trying to kind of trick myself and being more slow in, like, my skincare routine or just getting ready so that it feels like I'm putting more time and intentional effort into, um what i'm doing so that i can kind of trick myself into thinking like not that it's makeup but more like you are putting the same amount of time and effort like into um doing things that make you feel good but yeah i also think what helps with this for me at least is when i'm around people who um or even consuming content who embrace their natural beauty. I feel like I'm so much more likely to follow in that path when someone I've watched on YouTube or especially like people in my real life. Like I don't know what it is and I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but as a woman, you can basically tell when someone has done their hair and is wearing makeup. Like even if it's the slightest bit of makeup, I feel like at least I can like always tell. But there's, like, some women in my life, and I just, like, see them, and they won't have, like, an ounce of makeup anywhere. Their hair will be, like, very natural, and, like, they still look. It's not like their um, outward appearance is, like, unkept in any way. It's just natural. And I think, to me, like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of a few specific people, and I'm like, wow, that is so beautiful, like, to me. And I'm not just saying that, like, it's so annoying when you hear people be like, I don't know, people be like, it's just so beautiful to me, like, when they're natural, like, it's so annoying to hear that, but I really genuinely, like, feel that way, and it makes me want to um, embrace my natural beauty as well, but on the flip side of that, when I'm around more people who don't maybe embrace their natural beauty, like... I also do have a good amount of people in my life that do wear full faces of makeup, like, maybe never even seen them without makeup before in my life, and they do, um, spend a lot of time in their hair, um, every day, and nails all the time, like, you know, the whole thing, um, even with outfits, just, like, really elaborate outfits and things like that, like, When I'm around more people like that, I think my brain, for some reason, is, like, that's put together, that's professional, that's... And it's also attractive still, you know? Both natural beauty and a more, I don't know, fabricated beauty can be beautiful, but I think I'm, like, oh, now, like, I should be... Especially in, like, a workplace setting. When I see people in my workplace that are, like, more done up, I'm, like, oh, my gosh, like, I that would make me feel a little bit more professional and then in hand make me feel more confident in my job. And like, I don't know, it's just this cycle that it goes through. And it's just frustrating because I'm like, it feels so different from where the Lord's trying to pull me, but I get so easily influenced by like my peers or colleagues or whatever you want to call them. Um, And yeah, so that's just something I've been trying to do more. And it's, not like I'm not wearing makeup or not doing my hair I think sometimes I think in extremes like that but just being more mindful of like am I putting this makeup on right now to um like feel a certain way to look a certain way or am I putting it on um to give me more confidence or even is what I'm putting on kind of distorting what I actually look like and I think that's where I'm kind of at of like Not that I wear crazy unnatural makeup ever, but I want to, I don't know, just not feel like I have to accentuate certain, like, features that I do have, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't have to, um, I don't know, I just can just keep it a little bit more natural than I, like, typically do. Saves a lot of time as well, but it's just also nice to kind of like let my skin breathe. I haven't been doing a lot of like normal foundation that I would do. Um still like I obviously I um I've this is I think a future episode but I will be talking about acne and accutane and all of that. So look forward to that. But um I definitely still have acne. Been going through a bout of like hormonal acne for honestly the past like honestly probably year now because I went off of a, like, oral pill they had me on, and I'm just kind of letting my acne run its course and do its hormonal thing, and it's been, like, the first year of my life in, like, seven years, I think, that I haven't been on some sort of medication for my acne, and that's a whole nother, like, conversation, but basically more of stories. story. Like, I currently have acne, but I'm honestly kind of okay with it. Like, I'm not looking to, like fix it at the moment I'm just letting it do its thing and maybe that will change one day but um yeah I'm still covering it up with like concealer and um also just not trying like not trying to cover it up to the point where it's like you you can tell when at least for me I'm like I can still tell that I have acne even if I have concealer on so just trying to like be light with it and just be like whatever you know at least you tried um but yeah that's kind of what my struggle with or my struggle my ideas feelings with vanity are um and then I also wanted to address kind of like what I feel like God has convicted me of with this whole like conversation and one thing that I've just I guess, has been brought to my attention that I don't really know why I didn't think about before. But, like, society changes their standard of beauty, and God never does. Like, God's standard of beauty has been consistent. Like, it always will be, and it always has been, versus society, a trend, uh, like, well, you can even see it in just, like, um over the last like I know in the 50s like a certain body type was really desirable and then um you know like the stick thin body type in the 2000s was really valuable and then it became like oh more curvy and then I don't even know where we're at now but even just like makeup and hair over the years has changed and what's been attractive like personally what's been attractive in the 80s is hair-wise and makeup-wise, to me, I'm like, that is not cute at all. But at the time, it was, oh my gosh, like, the cutest thing ever. And so, um yeah, that's just something, like, that's really been sticking with me. Like, so what? Society does not, or you're not fitting into society's standard of beauty. Like, it's not the point. You know, God's standard doesn't change. And honestly, if I put so much, like, worth into, like, what society standards are in general, like, I'm just never gonna measure up, like, none of us are ever gonna measure up, and it's just gonna be so much more exhausting than it needs to be, so, um, the next thing is just that God sees my inner beauty of far more importance than any outward physical appearances, and that goes back to those verses that I shared earlier, but Um, at the end of the day like my inner beauty my kindness my gentleness my faithfulness those qualities that like they outshine any outward beauty and I feel like you probably know of like certain people where you can think of where it's like they are just very I don't know simple outwardly appearance there's nothing like physically maybe societally physically attractive about them I don't know if those are the right words but they just have this like presence about them and I'm specifically thinking of like um other believers in my life where I'm like like you're not doing anything with your physical appearance that's like attracting me to you it's just like your heart in the way that you approach people and love people like that is so beautiful, like, I want to be like that, and it's, I don't know, just the only word that comes to mind is, like, attractive, and when something's attractive, we want to imitate it and be like it, and so, um, with these kinds of people, it's like, okay, I want to imitate and be like this attractive person that I'm seeing, and they have these qualities, and, like, I want to have these qualities, I want to be gentle, I want to, you know, fill in the blank, um, yeah, so that was my my other kind of conviction. Another one I was having is really like a, a hard pill to swallow um, is the idea that to hate my body is to hate a perfect creator's creation. Kind of like, so God is the perfect creator, and I'm his creation. And it's, it's so offensive to the Lord, like, this must offend God so much to, like, hear me either verbally saying or even just internally saying, like, different parts of my body and picking it apart of, like, what I hate, and the Lord's like, do you know how much time I spent, like, knitting you together, like, picking out these qualities for you to have and, like... I spent all this time and thought and intentionality into giving you those freckles or stretch marks or whatever it is. And you're out here, like, picking yourself apart. And that's not even the most important thing about you. Like, you're focused on the wrong thing. The thing you should be focused on is, like, the quality of your your heart and character and things like that. And you're out here concerned about how, I don't know, like, your hair's thinning or whatever it is. It's like, God's like... I don't know, he's just, like, probably extremely offended by the ways that I tend to pick myself apart. And I think that something that another, like, creator that I was listening to was talking about um, with this same kind of idea is, like, if she has kids, this creator, and she was, like, trying to frame it in, like, okay, if my kids started to pick themselves apart, like... As their mom, I would be so offended because, one, they're my kids. Like, I I made them, my body made them, but also I see them as so perfect and, like, their physical appearance. Like, I wouldn't want to change a thing about them. I wouldn't want them to um, ever think poorly of how they look or how they were made because I think so highly of them as their mom. And, I don't know, she explained it really beautifully and it literally, like brought me to tears just the way she was explaining it and I was like wow like that's such a good way to put it and I I yeah I just can't even imagine how how hard it is for God to see us in these in this like world just like picking ourselves apart and then not even picking ourselves apart but going to drastic measures to change these things that were insecure about when God's like I, I made you that or I gave you that physical attribute like for for a reason and you know I don't know just another thing for you to think about probably I promise I'm almost done with things to think about but um another thing that I was convicted of um that kind of is just basically along the same lines is That I need to learn to love things that I or society deems as flaws and to see them as God sees them. So, kind of going back to that same idea of, like, I tend to think that I've been in my stretch mark era. So, I tend to think that, like, my stretch marks or society even says, like, stretch marks are more of, like, a flaw or, like, I don't know, just kind of frowned upon, basically. And I'm trying to lean into, like, okay, but how does God see that? Like, stretch marks are a sign of, like, that my body is capable of, like, ebbing and flowing out of different seasons. Especially, like, one day when I'm a mom. Like, what a powerful sign, like, a stretch mark is of, like, how much you've been through. The baby that you've carried. Um, Even for me, I've had, like weird amounts of like different health things throughout my life and there's been points in my life where I've been a lot like maybe like thinner or just haven't eaten as much and so like now when I see my stretch marks like part of me is like ooh like I have stretch marks and then another part comes really quickly of like there was a time in your life where like you weren't eating a lot like you were pretty thin and like These stretch marks are proof that you've, like, grown into your body. One, I have more womanly curves for sure. But, like, my body has been able to, like, sustain me throughout these, like, drastic health changes that I've been through. And, like, gut issues and all that. And, again, other things for future episodes. But it's just kind of trying to see it as how God sees it. And um, I think God sees specifically, like, my stretch marks as one part of my story and to like a a beautiful thing to be able to like do also i don't know i i feel like i have to like when i think about this concept i feel like i could just like go on about it so i kind of have to cut myself off but um that was one of my convictions and then um i think the other one i Yeah, I I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget, but I guess I kind of already touched on this one, but um, I'll say it anyway. A conviction that I had was that traits that he spent so much time designing and planning to be a part of me um, are not something that I should be um, spending time, like, either picking apart or, like, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say remaking, um, uh, basic, basically, like, fixing, air quotes, fixing, um, yeah, but I, I feel like I kind of talked about that earlier, um, and I think there's a lot of ways now with, like, plastic surgery and Botox and filler and, like, um, I don't, I feel like it's maybe too premature for me to, like, speak on this because I'm still in my 20s, but not that you can't get these things done in your 20s but I just don't know how my feelings or opinions or things will change as I get older but as of right now I'm very like one I'm terrified of surgery so I don't think any insecurity would ever make me like brave enough to have surgery so I think maybe that's a blessing like but also too there's there's not a lot in my life that I, there's not really actually anything in my life where I'm like, I want lip filler. Like, I've never been one of those people that, like, wants to get lip filler. Um, never really even entertain the idea of Botox. Um, to be quite honest, don't even really know, like, anything about Botox or, like, I don't even know if I can really tell the difference most of the time. I don't know. Maybe that's just not being observant. But, um, yeah, and then same with, like, any other plastic surgeries, like a nose job or a boob job or, like, I don't know, liposuction or whatever it is. Like, I don't know if liposuction is plastic surgery or not. But any sort of, like, surgery that alters the way that you're actually looking just... Ethically, one doesn't sit right with me. Like, I feel like even if I wasn't a believer, like, maybe it's just, again, because I'm scared of surgery, but I think it just isn't my cup of tea. But I've also never had a desire for any of those things. It's like just what I'm trying to say. And I think it's a beautiful thing that the Lord's made it that way. So it's not like this huge temptation I'm trying to resist, but. As of right now in my life, like, I know a lot of different people in my life that either currently get Botox or fillers or they are going to soon or they plan on in their life and just different people in my family and things like that, and I'm like, that's just not something for me. Like, I want my grandchildren to see, and my kids, like, my kids, my grandchildren, I want them to see someone age naturally and like I want to be that example for them and like yes there are ways you can still continue to take care of your body but I don't want to like be glamorizing the idea of my youth and I want to look the age that I actually am and save some money I don't know I feel pretty passionate about kind of like all of that like wanting to I just also just kind of want like the conversation to be more from like I want more than just believers to be talking about this conversation and again maybe it's my targeted content on YouTube is just like Christian creators that talking about like similar things but I want like other people that maybe are non-believers to kind of like be in the same era of um almost like anti-anti-aging if that makes sense like just allowing us to age as we are women and men like everyone um and maybe that conversation honestly is going on but I'm not on any social media besides literally Pinterest or YouTube if those count so I'm be honest. I don't really know what's going on in the world. Like, I know what's going on in the world, but like, not really. So, if people on Instagram or TikTok or wherever are having those conversations, and I'm just like really late to the game, just don't let me know because I don't. I don't need to know. Um, I don't need to feel behind. Um. But yeah, that was basically my whole spiel for, um, beauty, um, yeah, there, this, I think the video that I watched that kind of, like, also kind of kick-started this was by, oh, I'm not gonna say her name right, Milena, I just can't say her last name, Milena C, basically, is what I'll say, Um, she has a podcast, and, um, she has content, but her YouTube video that I was watching was called Vanity is Bondage, and I just would highly recommend that. Any women, really anyone out there, just go listen to it, chew on some of the things, like, I don't know. And something else I wanted to say before I wrap this up is, like, at least this is where I'm learning my season of life, of, like, just because, like, people say things or like put their opinions out there so confidently doesn't mean you have to one argue back with them like sometimes you can just like let it sit and just think about it and let them express their own thought out loud because sometimes there's people like different creators who will say something and I'm like okay I don't agree with that or I don't believe that or sit and chew on it and I'm like oh that doesn't really resonate with me um but it's like you don't have to like try and defend your belief or fight back in the comments, like, sometimes it's not that deep. I don't know what made me think of that, but I'm just kind of all for everyone having their own opinion and being able to express it and not feel like people are going to attack them for ha- being an individual, you know? Um, maybe that's just, like, a, a insecurity of mine that I'll have to process in my own personal therapy this week, but just kidding. I... Definitely have probably already processed that with her, but that's all I had for today. I am probably probably gonna go make some tea, read a little bit of my book. I need to take a shower and then go to bed. Um, but I just. I hope that this conversation was, um, I you know, just a good one to, I can't think of the word, like, kickstart, kickstart your own journey with thinking about beauty and vanity and all the things, um, and I hope that now that you've done all your big thank you for today, you can go and relax, that's what I'm gonna go do, and not be too too hard on yourself for um the way that you look just know that you were fearfully and wonderfully made and you're beautiful in the eyes of the lord and like if you're beautiful in the eyes of a perfect creator like what else matters that's all i've got to say but anyway i hope i think this is probably gonna go up on on wednesday so i hope you guys have a wonderful wednesday when i say you guys i mean like the probably maybe three people that are listening to this now maybe we've got another listener I don't know uh but yeah I hope you have a great day and that you feel encouraged by this conversation and once again leave a review if you want or comment I don't really know how you do that but I'm sure I'll find it at some point so let me know bye